rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, hold on a second. Hey, it's me, Tara. How you doing? I'm a little bit frazzled right now because I see, I'm looking at my stream and it's really weak. So I am, my heart is like pounding and I, I'm hoping that this, that it goes out over the air. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm a little irritated because, you know, I'm stressed out, frankly. Uh, let me just get through the minutia. Is this, is Facebook running? For Christ's sakes. Let's all hope. I don't know. I don't know what I could do if it's not running. Oh, I think it is running. Okay, good. Hi, everybody. Everybody can hear me. So far, so good. Okay, because I was looking at, before I go on the air, I look at the stream, how, how uh, you know, the upload and the download speed of this of the stream that I purchased. And it's really weak for some reason. And it should be double what it is. So I'm hoping that we don't have any problems. I'm hoping that this is enough. And the fact is I didn't check it with enough time to actually get on the phone with the, with the freaking cable company and figure out what the problem is. But so hopefully fingers crossed, we'll, we'll get through it and we won't have any problems because I don't need any problems. I got enough problems. We have enough problems collectively. I have enough problems in general. So this week, uh, let me just get through the, the, the fanfare. Uh, this, my name is Tara Devlin. You guys probably know if you listen every week, thank you. Thank you for coming and joining me every week. Uh, we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 p.m. Eastern to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And this show is replayed starting Sunday at, at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. And we are also on GDPR Revolution 99, which is another independent progressive radio station, which has a lot of awesome programming. If you, are, if you haven't bookmarked them, go there and do it now. What else was I going to say? Um, if you donated, please, again, send me your email. Or not your email, your address, because somebody donated and they didn't put their address because I want to give you our thank you gift, which is the Grab Them by the Midterms window cling with Francis Jr. Jr.'s face on it. And you can, I mean, Grab Them by the Midterms. This is really the last chance that we have to save democracy, okay? Just saying. But also, uh, we need donations because I can't do it alone and the end of, we don't have the Mercer family that's the other thing that always pisses me off and I bring it up all the time because it's annoying that as liberals we the liberal who, where are the liberal billionaires that that understand that we need the the media you know that that hack Breitbart that all you have to do with to be for is is to just spout the republican party line and you'll you'll be set so but i don't believe in that i wouldn't just sell out to 
for my own personal comfort. I don't have, I don't, I don't know, I guess I have a soul or something. You know, I don't want to step over the, uh, the old people eating cat food on the corner. I'm sorry, while I disappear behind the walls of my gated community. Some people do. They don't care. Like Kimberly Guilfoyle or whatever the hell. You know, I used to work with Kimberly Guilfoyle. She probably doesn't remember me. I worked at Court TV years ago. She was working there, too. I had no idea. You never know who you're working with. That you're working with people that are that have that I don't know have the ability to get in bed with Donald Trump Jr. How do you, where do you how do you do that? How do you die inside that much? How do you disconnect from humanity that much to to allow Donald Trump Jr. to climb on top of you? Ugh. The, the Donald Trump Jr. of all of the Trumps, they're all the, they're all horrible. They're all the worst. Every single one of them, Ivanka, every one of them. I can't stand them. They, but him, they both of them. Just the fact that they go out and murder beautiful animals. What is the what is the point of that? You are an ugly human being, and you're going to. And spend your spare time murdering. That's what you want to do in your spare time. Take the life of a beautiful creature that never did a goddamn thing to you, that has more value, that gives more to this planet than you and any of your spawn or all of your your ancestors and, and forebearers and future generations could ever muster in 5,000 millennia. My God, why did we, what, why, why do I, I know why, because this is, it's all cause and effect. We allowed it to happen. Why? What was I going to say? I was going to say, why are these people in power? Why do they have a platform? You know, in a normal society, they would, first of all, if this was a normal society, they would just be marched to the edge of the civilization and say, get the hell out. Have have fun. Good luck. Good luck in liber liberland. You know, like these they they want nothing to do with civilization, right? They want all of the benefits of civilization, but none of the responsibilities. They just want to be able to rob us. They, these are the true parasites. That's the that's the thing about republicanism. If you every every day is opposite day in right-wing world. So if they talk about, oh, uh, the takers and the makers, you better believe that they are the takers. These are the takers of society because they can't seem to make a buck unless they're twisting society, unless they're rigging it in their favor, unless they're sucking on somebody else's hard work, uh, you know, hard work and uh, talent. Well, tell me what a Donald Trump d- does or a Donald Trump Jr. does to deserve just having a, a decent, uh, like living in um, a decent apartment. What the hell has he ever done? These are people that are criminals. Not, and they're, they're traitors on top of it. All right, I'm getting off track. But it all goes back to them being traitors anyway. And, uh, oh, I also want to announce in the second half, so in the second half we're going to have a guest, uh, Rhonda Handsome, is coming up in 
hour two, so that's going to be awesome. She's, uh, you probably know her from John Fugelsang's show, so she's coming up. And she's an amazing comedian, really funny, and I like her. Okay, people, get off my back. She's awesome. Um, all right, so what was I going to say besides they suck? Uh, also, let me just say, I'm a little bit crabby, too, because I had a really bad bicycle accident and my leg is disgusting i i actually am very lucky i went flying over my handlebars this was last week so i had a really good week and uh i not only do, not only do i have to live in new york well i love new york but just have to ride my bike past that trump that trump tower bullshit i hate them I ride by. You got to see what's going on over there. When you ride by this, this that the the building where he came down the elevator and declared uh, Mexicans rapists and whatnot, that that building, it's all blocked off. There's there's uh, cops there, you know, in riot gear, helmets, M16s, all for this traitor. Cinder blocks, you all cordoned off. For this effing piece of shit. That's what I can't get over. This is why this 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 whole world is cracked. This world is nuts. We are expending all that energy for that piece of, that waste of human DNA. That con man. That grifter. That, that creator of Trump University. That pussy grabbing sexual assaulter. That cheater, that liar, that effing traitor to this to his country, his that draft dodger. Why are we doing that? Are we all in a collective state of ins- insanity that we we can't just? Why don't we all just turn around to each other, just slap each other in the face, and say, "Wake up"? Why am I screaming at you? <sighs> Because really, that's what I when I see that, I think that's what I think. This world is nuts for a, for a, a a waste of human DNA that spawned the worst wastes of human DNA. Who one of them is flying off to kill, murder animals, the other one's flying off to open another sweatshop in China. What have these people ever done for this world? So then I'm riding my bike and. Uh, you know, it's a shit show out there. Somebody opens their door. Nobody looks. It's, all, it's, every, it's every man for himself out there. What's the problem? That's the problem. Nobody gives a shit. They're all like, I'm opening my door. I don't, you know. Everybody watch out. Me, me, me. Open your effing door. Don't look. So they open the door. I go swerving out into, and then a car stops in front of me. I go flying over the hood. That's what happened. And I hurt my leg, but actually, I I was very lucky because of all the injuries. You could, I, I'm not going to show you the leg because it's pretty. It looks like I feel like I I understand how Henry the Eighth felt felt because he apparently his he had a, an injury to his leg, and I hope obviously with modern medicine this thing won't turn into that. But he had an injury during a jousting accident or had an accident or whatever. He got injured, whatever in jousting and got this ulcer on his leg that never healed. And basically I have a giant like welt on my leg 
and it's just bruised and forget it about forget wearing shorts this summer you know what i'm saying so and uh so hopefully i was a little bit pissed off but i also felt fortunate that because i if i hit any other place on my body that i you know imagine i hit my face or whatever even my knee i would have i would be in the hospital right now so all right i'm just looking for sympathy Okay, I want sympathy. Somebody, I don't know, just feel sorry for me. <laughs> I don't know. Say a prayer. Send out an energy. Do something. Send send a goddamn priest. My God. <sighs> All right, let's back, get back to business. It's not about my leg, but I'm just a little bit crabby about the leg and about society. You know, I'm riding. Everybody sucks. That's just, that's just the bottom line. But we... And, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn. And that is the truth. I understand that completely. And that, and that, that's the thing that gives me hope. That, in, okay, this could be the wake-up call. You know what I mean? I, and it has to be. It, not that it could be. It, it has to be. Otherwise, it's done. I mean, really. If we do not get it back in the midterms, I suppose I will still do the show as others will do their shows and whatnot. But... I, I think that the 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 theme of the show will have to change to um, surviving fascism, maybe getting the hell out of the country. How do we do this? Maybe we should leave. Who knows? I because I'm not the only one saying this. Th uh, this democratic republic, hanging by a thread as it is, cannot survive another. Four years. It can't. It could barely survive four years. It's not. It will not survive eight years of this shit, because we watched. Okay, let's just get into it. Uh, a we watched Trump, a traitor, uh, prove to the world just what a traitor he is. That he he committed treason in real time. I never thought I would live to see the day. That a, pre a president, a so-called president at that, even a so-called president, would commit treason in front of the international community and, you, and an entire party of enablers would excuse it. I can't even believe it. It's a shock. It's shocking. So I saw Paul Ryan. He got, he, he made every, they all went out to make statements about how Putin is a is an adversary. It's not just that he's an adversary. He is actively engaged in an attacks on our democracy. So it's it's not in uh, right happening right before our eyes. We can't see it on a loop uh, like we saw the twin towers fall. But don't you, uh, make no mistake. People will die. People are dying because of this. This traitor that he installed in the White House that is – I mean, now we're allowing this, this waste of human DNA to shape the, the direction of this country? This is, that's unacceptable. Installing all his judges – into our the third branch of government. That's how Hitler did it. You know, they say, oh, well, he's not Hitler because you're allowed to have your show. It, it doesn't start with uh, uh, 
the the death camps. That's where it ends. That's where it goes. It starts with the uh, calling Mexicans rapists. It starts with ripping babies from the arms of their mothers. Could, because you don't think they're human. It starts with vilifying and uh, uh, refugees seeking asylum in this country because they're fleeing the failed states that we helped create. And they they have the nerve, the they have the immorality to make their plight worse, to add trauma upon trauma of people that came across a uh, a journey that they these cushy ass these elitist bastards could never imagine in a thousand lifetimes. They would never. Do you think that Donald Trump Jr. Would give a shit if uh, his child was in danger, and he'd grab his baby and run across. Uh, you know who knows? No, he doesn't care about his own kids. He doesn't care about anything about himself. That is clear. We have a very sick man in the in the White House, a narcissist, not a sociopath, and we're allowing it. And because we are sick ourselves we have right now on uh 57th street or whatever i can't remember exactly i think it's 56 whatever there's a uh there's cinder blocks and there's cops putting in overtime and you know when you go in there i made the mistake one day of using my phone app to order some starbucks and they uh i didn't realize that the starbucks was inside this this trump hellhole with the with the escalator you know the famous escalator and uh i had to go go in there to pick up my my coffee and you had to go through a security they got to go through your bag for this piece of shit for him for that con man for that piece of shit who who couldn't sell water who put his name his ugly face on a bottle of water. Nobody nobody wants to drink water with his ugly face on it. Please. Who what did, what else did he do? Um Trump Airlines, his shuttle. Um what else? Oh, the Trump vitamins. That's that's the that is the my my most favorite one that because it's often forgotten about the the Trump network vitamins that were non-FDA approved. It was supposed to make you, I guess, as awesome as he is, as a, as much of a piece of shit as he is. I guess, I guess maybe you, maybe it sucked your soul out of your nostrils or something, and and it enabled you to go murder beautiful animals for no fucking reason because you like making things dead in your spare time. Not only in your, not only in you do you go to work. To make things dead, you go and do it in your spare time. Now, what is that? What kind of a what kind of a horrible human is that? That's not even a human. You know, when people commit horrible, heinous acts, we we strip them of the title of of human. We strip them of the label because there is a standard, right? We have a standard for humanity when something is. Uh, when something has compassion, when you're when you're shown uh, that, uh, you know, what do you call it? You call it, oh, that's humane. You're uh, right when it's when it's 
the opposite when it's ugly and and shocking you call it inhumane you strip them of the humanity you call them monsters they're not monsters they you call them you call them animals which honestly is an offense to animals but so what do you call somebody like a Donald Trump Jr or a Trump people who spend their their entire life ju- just trying to figure out ways to separate dupes from their money and to trick people, lie to people, they don't, uh, and, and without a second thought, to exploit the most vulnerable among us, too. Because they don't go after people who can fight back. You better believe it. They go after people with, with, who are powerless, who don't have lobbyists, who don't have hit squads like Putin, who don't have the the power behind. That's because they're cowardly, bully, and uh, wastes of human DNA. They really are. Why? 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 Okay. I mean, maybe maybe that's it. That's it. One day they're gonna find you're gonna find me in a nut house in the corner shaking, just repeating why? 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 And maybe that day is coming soon. I don't know. But so we saw a we saw this Trump uh, monstrosity commit treason in front of our very eyes, and then and then you had the Republicans. Oh, here we go. Something's going on outside. Let's maybe it's the, maybe it's the uh, the loony bin coming. <laughs> I called them and they came. Maybe I should go to Laloney Bend. That'll be good. I need a rest, right? You know, three hots and a cot, a team of experts to, you know, just care for me. Make me talk about my feelings, talk about my mother. It's. I mean, I realized, uh, I, this is one of my jokes in my act, that it, I've been in therapy to 50, uh, well, I can't remember how I said it. It's been it took me 15 years of therapy to figure out that it really is my mother's fault. But But anyway, it really was my mother's fault. But I got to the point with my mother. My mother was a piece of work. My mother was a belief. I believe my mother, God rest her soul or whatever, which I don't believe in God anyway, but you know what I'm saying. I, I do think there's more here than meets the eye. I don't know what it is. I'll let you know maybe when I die. Who knows what will happen. I know that there's so many layers to life that I it's so arrogant. That's why I can't stand religion or the religions of the book, let's say, because how arrogant is it of these tiny little men to think that they know the mysteries of God, of the universe, and to also give that God a sex, to say it's a man. It's so... It's so um, limiting, you know? It's also very arrogant, and it's stupid, too, because why would you have a god that is just an ugly little uh, vengeful uh, hypocrite who hates gays, right? Like, you just hate love. You hate, uh, like, you're so obsessed with peepees. That's your god. Your god is, like, the peepee police, and who who is as vast as the universe, who knows it all, who could see everything, but all he cares is don't masturbate. 
That's a little uh, that talk about this this world is crazy. No wonder where we there's cinder blocks protecting that that piece of shit. And I should make a promo for this that says this is for mature audiences and I can't talk. Mature audiences, but all right. Well, we saw Trump commit uh, treason, and I the that's that's shocking enough to watch him this to watch him uh, just genuflect in front of this this person who who not only attacked us, he knew Trump. Apparently, we find out because now the intelligence agencies they're not taking his shit anymore. Trump is a traitor, and we only know a little. Imagine what they know about him. They know that he's a traitor. They know that the Republicans are enabling a traitor, and they're traitors too, because you know what's going on. The, the, it's, it's worse than you think. We have the Republican Party this week stopped the, the an initiative to fund our elections to protect our elections from foreign influence to to uh, uh everything that, that that we were talking about how uh, what they give lip service to which oh we have to protect the integrity of the elections this is how you know the republicans are in on it because they 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 take this opportunity where a foreign adversary is attacking our elections and they use it as an opportunity to advance their bullshit agenda to, that will limit people's access to the polls. So th- instead of l- truly shoring up and protecting our elections, they are, are tweeting about, uh, let's have more voter ID laws, which they absolutely 100% know that that's bullshit. It's complete bullshit designed to stop people from voting, to stop this pesky democracy from truly breaking out. They hate democracy. They like Putin because he is exactly what they want. They, that's their dream. You see, Republicans, and I have said it from the beginning, I've said it for years before it was obvious. It's obvious now. The they and and the other thing that they did was they stopped the uh there was another uh and um what is it Le- i don't know what you call it it was, it was legislation that didn't pass because the republicans didn't back it that they to um to disclose the the dark money that's being poured into the the campaigns and of course when we when when they uh, when the Supreme Court, when the Republican Supreme Court advanced Citizens United or made it legal for unlimited money to pour into our elections, uh, whatever, into our democracy. Not even a democracy. What am I saying? I'm just saying it. It's not really a democracy. It's always been aspirational. It's not actually happening. But they uh, – so Republicans stopped – the disclosure of, uh, you know, the dark money pouring into our campaigns. And why do you think that is? Because, and what I was saying before, I know I didn't finish the thought, was that that's what they, they're, that's what Alito wrote in his 
whatever and whatever he wrote uh, the, uh saying that the reason we would allow all this money pouring into our elections is because uh, you know it's all it's all open everybody will see it because of disclosure and whatnot but it's as you see they with with one hand they uh you know it's like republicans steal your wallet and help you look for it right so with one hand they pick your pocket the other hand you know they're uh whatever I don't know. I'm trying to find a metaphor, but it didn't. It didn't come to me in time. I'm sorry. So let's just drop it. And uh, but anyway, so there you go. So Republicans, why do you think they would stop the disclosure of the money pouring into our system? It's because they got something to hide. They are in on it. You the and the Republican Party, the NRA, the evangelical community, and Twitter are compromised and this will come out this is why the the blue wave it it is a patriotic imperative it's not it's no longer are you a democrat or a republican it's are you a fucking traitor or are you an american are you a russian useful idiot or do you believe in democracy? Do you believe in the dreams of the founders, as flawed as they were? Do you believe that we should have a democratic republic nation of laws, a, constitu- a constitutionally limited democratic republic, or should we have an oligarchy, or should we have a, a, a system that in name only uh, functions, you know, on local levels, maybe you could vote, but... Ultimately, the the strings are pulled by the oligarchs, and there is no free press. And you know what really frightens me is when journalists in this country start coming down with a nasty case of committing suicide, because that's what that's what happened with in, with Putin and in Putin's Russia. And this is who Donald Trump he he loves he he admires. This and you know what he t- he's constantly talking about. Oh, I it's good to get along. It's good to get along with with Putin. It would be a good thing, because Donald Trump thinks he's a king. He doesn't understand that he is representing the the constitutionally limited democratic republic. That everybody who serves this nation they don't take a they don't take an oath to Twitter. They take an oath to the Constitution, the de- the the nation of laws. Supposedly, and nobody is above the law. So, and so when that Kavanaugh flunky that that he's proposed for the Supreme Court for another stolen seat, because everything is stolen when you have a Russian puppet, when you have a Russian asset squatting in the White House who received fewer votes. So even that, you know, when he that guy on just him saying that. That a president, a, even a so-called president, is above the law. You can't indict a president. He's so busy. You can't indict him. What if he's a what if he's a traitor? You can't indict a traitor. You got to just let him be a traitor until he finishes out his term, and then you become uh, you know. Then you go get him for being a treasonous piece of wasted. Ugh. I don't want to keep repeating the same thing, but I, it's uh, it's really the only thing that comes to my mind. Wait a minute. 
I had some notes over here. Because, okay, so so this is what tr- Trump is doing when he is praising Twitler. Uh, a guy, no, he's not Twitler. He's praising Putin. He's Twitler. Well, he praises Twitler, too. He praises himself, which today, I don't know if you guys saw that, that tweet, obviously. I mean, he stepped right into it. That's, why, that's how stupid he is because he's like, wait, hold on. Let me just get it up here. Wait a minute. He's so it just never stops. It never stops with him. And it's and the other thing is he's mentally ill. He uh, because he has the mind of a of a child and not even a a curious child. Not not a cute child and not um he's he's like a a bratty child. So, because he tweets, inconceivable that the government would break into a lawyer's office early in the morning. Almost unheard of. Yeah, it's really unheard of. First of all, they had a warrant. They go in. It's all legal. And, in fact, even Cohen said that they were very respectful. So, you know, everything is a lie. It's all, and it's all designed. You think that he can continue to chip at the foundation of this system and it's just going to... Uh, go just fall everything's going to fall into place when he's gone everything will just rebuild itself we'll just get back to normal no that's why he needs to be trounced the and all the republicans need to be summarily removed from office and then there needs to be none of this oh let's look forward not behind bullshit it's let's Find out who's the traitor, who is compromised, who's getting money funneled from the Russian oligarchy through the NRA into their campaigns and is doing Putin's bidding, this thug. And they need to be brought up in front of the nation of laws and they need to be accountable to it. And especially the highest executive office in the land, there's nobody above the law. So he writes, uh, almost unheard of. He's, and, and then his morons will believe it because they're stupid. And it's also the fact is they have – this country has been dumbed down so much by the attacks on education. And this is why they hate public education too. They don't want uh, – uh, they don't want people to have a common um, – definition of what it means to be an American because that that's how they divide us and and conquer us they that's why they would be say oh well attack the schools because oh government schools they're uh, indoctrinating your children to what B- believe that we're a nation of laws to believe that the the things that are necessary to have a functioning democratic republic which are that there's a separation of church and state that we have a common, you know, uh, idea of what it means to be an American, of what it how uh, of how tenuous the, it is for republics to, to be sustainable, that they are always under attack, that the free press is one of the pillars of democracy, not a big fat piece of shit grifter. Who, ha- who rode racism to the highest executive office in the land. We could do without him, but we can't do without the free press in a free country. That's for sure. And that's why the, the 
curiously in Russia, uh, all these journalists that go after Putin, that tell the truth about this thug that Donald Trump wants to emulate and Donald Trump aspires to be, that all these journalists funnily, you know, funnily, is that a word? But they uh, curiously always kind of end up wanting to commit suicide for some reason. They're always falling to their deaths. How weird, right? But uh, so he's like, oh, totally unheard of. Oh, well, he says, uh, well, almost unheard of. Well, this is the tweet. This is Trump's tweet. Inconceivable that the government would break into a lawyer's office early in the morning. Almost unheard of. Even more inconceivable that a lawyer would tape a client. Totally unheard of and and perhaps illegal. Like, shut the fuck up. My God. I mean, what a whiner. It never stops the whining. That's the other thing that sucks about him and this time. They, they, these whiny little bitches. The good news is that your favorite president did nothing wrong. And, of course, what I'm, he stepped right into it because everybody tweeted back, well, the normal people, about, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Our favorite president did nothing wrong. The favorite uh, President Obama, z- eight years, zero indictments, zero people going to jail, zero people charged with conspiracy against the United States. Imagine that. But anyway, all right. Holy shit. It's almost 20 minutes to seven. I can't believe how much I just go off on these tangents. But I guess that's good. You know, it goes by fast. Time goes. And uh, I hope everybody's enjoying it. <laughs> well, I have a nervous breakdown. But, okay, so I was well, I wrote some notes. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about. First of all, I just I there's a few things I want to talk about. Trump is a traitor, and he's how he he is emulating this Putin piece of uh, waste of DNA, and uh, how the uh, you know when he talks about the fake news, the uh, what a what a an insult that is. That should be that should have been it when. And the other that's why this country is in true truly in trouble and I and I all I often fluctuate between well not too much with this thought the thought is I wish these these Trump pansy these southern states I mean I know a lot of I like the people that listen to the show and there are a lot of great people who live in these southern states I am I know but there is a part of me that is like, just effing secede already. Let's break this up because it is not working out. You can have your Twitter. You can have your, your no health care. You can have whatever you want. You can have no abortion. Your, you can live like the Handmaid's Tale. We want civilization. And, you're, and the, the, the fact is we did not vote for this this grifter he did not receive the the vote okay he lost the election and not only that the republican party have been inflicting their agenda their right-wing fascist agenda on this country in spite of the fact that they receive fewer votes that they are gerrymandered into power that nobody wants what they're selling but they keep doing it anyway and they're 
their handful of billionaires, their ha- the handful of billionaires who fund them. Uh, I don't know what is wrong with these sociopaths that they have this money, like the Koch brothers and whatnot. They 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 never worked a day in their lives. They were they inherited a fortune and they used their ill-gotten gain that. In fact, their father, as with the as where the Koch brothers are concerned, it was the father who who got in bed with Stalin, ironically, and that's how they made their money, their fortune through uh, work. He was working with that brutal dictator, and so the Koch brothers the to use their their money to um, and and. Uh, you know, to, to to make sure that people don't have a decent retirement, that they can't go to school, that they don't have a social safety net, that, I mean, uh, on, that there's not a post office. I mean, this is the agenda of the Koch brothers, that we don't have a, a civilization that works for all. It's sick. They're sick people. There's something very wrong with them. And they're, they're, we need to get to a point in this country where we're not just – elevating rich people because they came up with some scam to separate people from their money and then they bought politicians to ensure that the money was remained concentrated in their greedy little bony greed centered fingers where they wouldn't let go of it and uh, you know spread it around because nobody gets rich on their own Every this everybody holds everybody else up. So if you there's no reason why one human being needs a billion dollars. And what happens? The reason why that we had a progressive tax that we had a 90 percent top marginal tax rate in this country at one time and which was commonly known and understood because we would teach the young people this is why and they understood that it's because you don't want a big fat bloated fat cat piece of shit buying your politicians and corrupting government and making sure that they the that their puppets are writing laws that enable them to it doesn't matter what government you could say you have a democracy but if you have rich bastards controlling it and where the uh, wants and needs of working people have absolutely no sway on as to government policy you're not you don't have a functioning democracy it's done so they the mar- marginal tax rate is a rate that a progressive tax rate is a rate that is it was commonly understood as being patriotic <sighs> But what do they know? They'll just yell USA, 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 right? They want to, oh, don't take a knee. But if Donald Trump literally gets, well, figuratively, gets on his knees in front of Putin and get, does to Putin what Monica did to Bill in front of the entire you, world, and everybody saw it, including the Russian media themselves in the Russian media, where they uh, were saying that it looked like um, I wrote it down over here that um, that he was even sta- well, here's what it says even Russian state TV thought Trump's press conference with Putin looked suspicious and they were commenting how he looked like a Russian agent 
It's amazing. And because of uh, what your eyes weren't deceiving you, you were watching that. That's what you saw. You saw it. I saw it. But, okay. The other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, these stupid Republicans, because in 15 minutes, I'm going to take a break, and then Rhonda Hansen's going to join us. And I'm looking forward to that. And anyway, but I wanted to talk about the uh, what's really, um, I don't know if you guys saw that, that Showtime, um, who is America with Sh- Sasha Baron Cohen. The, I was, uh, I watched it, but, and it's great. And the, but the, these stupid effing Republicans, they, it just proved to me. If, if for those of you who don't know, the right wing um, are having, they're, they're whining again. I mean, set your clocks. It doesn't matter. They, it's, that's what they do because they're such professional victims like Trump. You know, everything's unfair. It's all unfair. Everything's handed to them. Uh, they, uh, they cheat, lie, and steal, but everything's unfair. And, um, yeah, it's unfair. Not in the way they think, though. But Sarah Palin, uh, Joe Walsh, um, different Republicans, what he did was he went in there disguised, uh, he interviewed these Republicans and got them to say that they... That uh, that they agreed. Basically, they did a little PSA for what they thought was this Israeli, um, I don't know what you call it, organization that trained toddlers to use weapons, to use guns, and to battle terrorism. Four-year-olds. I mean, have you ever seen a four-year-old? Is anybody right? Could you imagine giving a four-year-old um, an M16? But this, this goes to show you, and what happened was after the fact, when Joe Walsh and Sarah Palin, and Sarah Palin lied about it, she's, now Sarah Palin is, is going out on the media, in the media, and saying that Sasha Baron Cohen impersonated a disabled vet. Because that's what Republicans do. They, they use the vets, they use the military as human shields, literally and figuratively. They're... They, they salute them. You know, the best way you salute a vet is you don't send them to illegal wars. You don't send them to die unnecessarily. You use them. You treat them like human beings that have lives and want to live. You don't, they're not just there as, as photo op props, right? But that's Sarah Palin. That's, she's saying that she was tricked that this, I, I can't wait to see the episode. I haven't seen it. But that um, that Sasha Baron Cohen impersonated a disabled vet, and she's she's a liar and she's stupid too. So what it's going to come out that that she is a liar, and what's going to happen? It's just going to go away because we all know, you know, Republicans just get away with lying. You know, they all they all uh, mock Hillary. It never stops, right? With Hillary, how Hillary. Uh, said that she was ducking gunfire and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty ridiculous. They ne- but they, they never seemed to care the, about the 5,000-plus lies uh, from, that have been documented during the last year of Hitler's, of Hitler, of Twitler's presidents, so-called presidency, or anything, this, even this moron Sarah Palin. So when, 
the other thing I think about with Sarah Palin, when when we all say, I mean, John McCain, he's battling brain cancer, and whenever he comes out every now and then to stand up against Twitler and say so he says something, uh, let's not forget that he also voted to funnel more money to the top and rob people of their health care. So, you know, while he's battling his brain cancer, he, he's, he knows that Twitler is such a – uh, unqualified agent of a foreign dictator on top of it and unqualified, right? But he still gets on board with his agenda, which that goes to show you who the Republicans are. And he also elevated Sarah Palin to the national stage. And that's, that will be forever his, the stain, but that's who they are. They don't care. Republicans, they have no integrity. And this whole episode with the com- this comedian fooling them. The fact is, he did not impersonate a disabled vet at all. But she's a liar, you see, and they and she knows that her stupid morons will believe whatever they she says because they're dupes and they're idiots and they're they're just they're they're like wound up springs tight and poised to be released with their victimization. It's they're already uh, they're already just triggered. All you got to do is tickle their their uh, funny bones and they're off. It doesn't matter if it's true or not, because they're already professional victims. And he's he didn't impersonate a vet, but um, it just goes to show you how stupid they are, because these idiots ended up saying whatever the hell that he uh, wanted them to say about giving kids guns and uh, training them to fight terrorism not kids toddlers and uh they and i want to i just want you to to hear wait hold on cuz uh it just goes to show you that they they're i mean i don't want to offend sex workers but they're these are whores they're just whores Republicans will say anything for money. They have no integrity. It doesn't matter. You just throw money at them and wait to you. I just want to play. First, I'm going to play you Bernie Sanders with the so-called disabled person, vet, that, that, that uh, Sarah Palin was duped by. And then Joe Walsh. Hold on. So here's Bernie with, with the same person that duped Sarah Palin. And you can see he's not he – not, he in no way – impersonated a disabled veteran so i mean i know personally i was a healthy man then obamacare came in i was forced to see a doctor and suddenly i had three diseases suddenly i had uh, diabetes one and two i had obese legs and i had chalky deposits well so- billy obviously i don't know about your your health care i'm not your doctor the, the more important question is and i can answer that question sure is should well, i be still- paying taxes to make sure that people like yourself with disabilities can live with dignity. What do you think? I prefer to be anally raped rather than give one more dollar to the Treasury. Are you, may I be personal with you? Please. Are you, uh, you have a disability? No, I don't. This here scooter is to conserve my body's finite energy. So there you go. He, that's, he never in, in any sense said he was a disabled veteran. So... But then here's Joe Walsh. Here's, here's what th- these these whores. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Here we go. 
I was welcomed into the halls of Congress, where I sat down with the House representative and outlined my common sense proposal. Oh, the, the, you want me to say on television that I support three and four year olds with firearms? Is that what you're asking me to do? Uh, yes. You can do Typically, members of Congress don't just hear a story about a program and then indicate whether they support it or not. I support the kindergartens program. We in America would be wise to implement it, too. It's something that we should think about in America, about putting guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens, good guys, whether they be teachers or whether they actually be uh, talented children or highly trained preschoolers. Maybe having made young people trained and understand how to defend themselves in their school might actually make us safer here. A three-year-old cannot defend itself from an assault rifle by throwing a Hello Kitty pencil case at it. Our founding fathers did not put an age limit on the Second Amendment. The intensive three-week kindergarten course introduces specially selected children from 12 to 4 years old to pistols, rifles, semi-automatics, and a rudimentary knowledge of mortars. In less than a month, less than a month, a first grader can become a first grenader. Toddlers are pure, uncorrupted by fake news or homosexuality. They don't worry if it's politically correct to shoot a mentally deranged gunman. They'll just do it. The science behind this program is proven. At age four, a child processes images 80% faster than an adult meaning that essentially, like owls, they can see in slow motion. Children under five also have elevated levels of the pheromone Blink-182, produced by the part of the liver known as the Rita Aura. This allows nerve reflexes to travel along the Cardi B neural pathway to the Wiz Khalifa 40% faster, saving time and saving lives. When it comes to the safety of our children, the way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good kid with a gun. A good kid with a gun. A good child with a gun. Happy shooting, kids. Can you believe that? It's, there you go. So I want to play Joe Walsh whining about, let me see, hopefully I have it here. Ah, do I have it? Hold on, let me see. Hold on. I thought I had him on CNN. No, maybe I don't have it. Ah, son of a bitch. Anyway, but he was on CNN whining that he was tricked. They picked him up in a limo and they brought him to this place. And he's always been a defender of Israel. And they were going to give him an award, don't you see? And he thought it was a little strange, but they... You know, I mean, it is Israel, and they gave him a story about a kid who had fought off a terrorist in his classroom. But you see how sincerely Joe Walsh read his lines and how he really put some feeling into it, right? Uh, so this guy will say anything. And then, of course, in the CNN interview, he was talking to the interviewer. Uh, he was defending Sarah Palin, saying, oh, that is abominable that how how Sasha Baron Cohen would uh, impersonate a veteran and it's a fucking lie 
they, they they're such whiners. And he's like, oh, uh, well, you will laugh. It's funny. You know, ha ha. He's trying to have uh, a sense of humor about himself. But it just goes to show you who Republicans are. Now, in no world, you saw Bernie Sanders being interviewed by the same person. He, in no, in, in absolutely no universe, in uh, this in this universe or any universe that you could come up with, would you put something in front of Bernie like that and he would read it and he would just say it or uh, because he was getting an award and was taken to the venue in a limo. I mean, he sounds like they they really sound like hookers to me. You know, you pick up a hooker in a limo, you throw some money at them, right? You know, you take them to the rich guy's house. I don't know. I mean, I'm speaking from not experience, but I've seen some movies, right? (laughs) I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. Oh, he, he wants you to understand. Like, don't you get it? They got me a limo. Right? What was I going to do? I had to read this script that said, happy shooting, kids. And not just kids, toddlers. Now, any of you people out there that have toddlers, I, I mean, take a look at them. Do you, would you ever, in your right mind, give a toddler a gun, much less a freaking automatic weapon? Happy shooting, kids. What the hell is this? Is who uh, who is in the majority right now? You think? I mean, there's something wrong here. You get it? Where we're where where we're at? What do you think the founding fathers would think of this? You think they would be? I mean, I'm sure there would be some of them because uh, everybody, not everybody's normal. But th- you think that they would just be like, "Oh, this is this is a normal day to day." This is why we fought off this is why we fought off the yoke of british imperialism we fought the the british because we wanted to create our own intergenerational aristocracy here at home that's why we put the second amendment in so we could have uh, a, a an agent of a foreign dictator divide this country and that's the other thing see this is all about that's why the the Republicans need to be a per, a permanent minority. That's what, not just that one. I mean, on every single level, they need to be a permanent minority because not only are they unfit, they are they are completely sold out to foreign interests, and they'll say anything and they'll do anything. They have they are stupid. They're duped by comedians, and the best they could do is whine about it. Don't be a dupe. This is why the Russian agents were able to come in and ride them like a broken mule to the bank. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's uh, it is exactly what we've been saying for years. Republicans are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. They can't even tell the difference between reality and fiction if you ride them in a limo. There's something wrong with that. They're not in it for altruism. That's for sure. All right. I'm going to take a break. It's almost, it's almost, I don't know what you say. I say seven, but it might not be seven where you are, so... 
And then I'm going to take a break. It's going to be about eight minutes. What we're going to hear um, some Rhonda Handsome comedy, and then the green, not the Green News report, the uh, labor history in two. And then I'll be back, and Rhonda Hanson will be on the phone. All right, guys. So stick around. I'll see you in about eight minutes, and enjoy the comedies. Rhonda's amazing. And we're going to open the phones, too, so, okay. Hold on. Be right back. My name is Rhonda Handsome, and I am an American. about the UTI. No, I love America. I do. I wouldn't want to be an American in any other country. This is a wonderful country, the only country where blacks, Asians, Indians, and Hispanics can all be authentically portrayed by white people. what every red-blooded American wants. A good job, a safe home, a beautiful Asian girlfriend. <laughs> I might get lucky tonight. <laughs> my name is Rhonda Handsome, but my really close friends call me divorced and bitter. spice things up with role-playing. Uh, do you know what that is, role-playing? Most of us So I'll explain it to you. Role-playing is when you are in that most intimate moment with your significant other, and you feel close enough to share that you'd rather be fucking someone else. <laughs> So we're out at this really nice, and she's agreeing with me, a woman of the world. So we're out at this really nice restaurant, and I say to him, hey, you want to do some role playing? He goes, what's that? I said, let's make believe we're strangers meeting on the train for the very first time. He goes, Okay. <laughs> so I sidle up next to him and go, Hello, stranger. How are you enjoying the trip so far? He said, They lost my luggage. <laughs> That's why he's my ex. Oh my God. But I really knew. I knew I had to get a divorce when I was watching that television program. Snap! <laughs> you ever see that show? Snaps! <laughs> About women who kill their husbands. <laughs> I was taking notes. <laughs> well, it was a marathon. <laughs> Don't hide the murder weapon in your underwear drawer. <laughs> Don't buy a Mercedes with the insurance money before the funeral. 
dishwasher. He said, don't get a dishwasher. So I went out and got a dishwasher. Every night he complained, the dishwasher makes too much noise. The dishwasher makes too much noise. Finally, I had to put my foot down. I said, look, as long as I'm paying for the dishwasher, Warren can sing whatever he wants. I want to thank all the racists for laughing. Oh, yeah. And, and they didn't even invite me to the wedding. Yeah. I sent a gift anyway. Oh. A bomb scare. Yeah. Oh, I did. a bomb scare. Actually, I got them a lifetime of travel on Malaysia Airlines, so um, <laughs> You know, it's the fourth that counts. trying to tell me I should be a cougar. <laughs> and I'm a reluctant cougar. No, really, I am. I mean, young guys scare me. They scare me with sexting. Do you do that sexting? Emailing and texting naked pictures? Oh, <laughs> Lesbians don't sex? <laughs> talk later. No, the sex thing actually makes me crazy because you're emailing, naked pictures of yourself. Doesn't anybody use business cards anymore? Instead of, here's my card, it's, here's my junk. Why are you taking pictures of yourself naked in the bathroom mirror? The lighting in there is terrible. Anybody here remember the good old Polaroid days, the good old Polaroid days when the only person who had a naked picture of you was your pen pal in prison? I knew it wasn't only me. Oh my, young guys, oh my God, young guys scared. One young guy scared me because he was so quiet. He was so quiet, he snuck up beside me real quiet like a ninja. And then he whispered in my ear, now, I'm not sure exactly what he said because he whispered in my bad ear. <laughs> but it sounded like, young guy did things to me that were banned from the Kama Sutra. <laughs> I lost track of time, space, my underwear. And then suddenly, like a ninja, he was gone. And now I can never go back to that Applebee's. <laughs> I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1934. That was the day San Francisco's Central Labor Council voted narrowly to end the general strike, then in its fourth day. It had been one of three historic strikes that turned the tide towards industrial organizing in the 1930s. It emerged as part of the ongoing longshoremen strike, which started in May. The decision was controversial. Longshoremen and seamen raged that leadership of the strike had been torn from them by more conservative elements. 
As author of Workers on the Waterfront, Bruce Nelson puts it, after two and a half months on strike, literally thousands of arrests, at least six deaths, and hundreds of serious injuries, the men and their families were holding the line. But their allies were gradually cutting the ties of solidarity that had been the strike's lifeblood. The shipping bosses forced a vote for arbitration from the longshoremen and without the seamen. As Nelson notes, this served to drive a wedge between the two unions, creating a rift that would only deepen. The two would continue to strike until the end of July. But the strike left the longshoremen emboldened. They pushed back on the job, driving off scabs and establishing work rules and conditions ahead of the arbitrator's ruling, which came in October. The hiring hall was finally established. While it was decided that the union and the shipping bosses would rule the hall jointly, the union controlled the position of dispatcher. This meant that the union determined hiring, which put an end to the despised shape-up. The award also mandated wage raises and a coast-wide contract. It would serve as a catalyst for the founding of the ILWU three years later. Labor History in Two brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and the Rick Smith Show. For more information, go to laborhistoryin2.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on the Twitters at Labor History in Two. everyone welcome back and coming up right now on the phone we have I, I i'm very happy to that she said yes to come on the show Rhonda handsome is an actor director comedian who's performed stand-up at radio city music hall carnegie hall constitution hall she's entertained the troops in korea she's a woman of a certain age comedy cast member. Her appearances, uh, her TV appearances include Good Day New York, Louie, Saturday Night Live, Showtime at the Apollo. I mean, for real, she's on this show, okay? London Underground. <laughs> Rhonda told true life stories at Generation Woman, Yum's the Word, New York Story Exchange. I mean, come on, listen to this. This is insane. Theater for the New City, Bet the Beatty House or Batty House Storytelling Concert, and New York's finest storytelling. Catch her on Sirius XM's Insight Channel 121 every Monday from 2 to 5 p.m. on John Fugel Sang's Tell Me Everything. Hashtag Handsome Monday. Hello, Rhonda. How are you doing? Hello, my dear. <laughs> I am great. I am so great. Thank you for asking me to join you. You have such a nice voice, too, I have to say. Oh, it's thank so you. I, and... I, I have the uh, hips and lips for radio. <laughs> Don't say that. You're gorgeous. What are you talking about? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, just your, just hearing your voice, I feel already, I feel calm. Er. No, I'm I won't so say I won't glad. go calm. I'm so I'm glad. <laughs> I won't say completely calm. I'll say calmer. Well, in in today's atmosphere, we need as much calm as we can garner. I, know. <laughs> I mean, that's why I wanted to ask you: How are you handling this? What is? How are you taking it? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm insane. So, what do you do to cope? Well, well um, I think I have um, outrage fatigue mm -hmm. because 
I have been upset about this man since he came down the escalator right. in Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. And I've been carrying that right. <laughs> right. for a while now. Yeah. And, and it feels like every day things get more and more absurd. Right, right, right. And so I try to one meditate, mm-hmm. I try to exercise, right. and every once in a while I stop watching the news wow. because it gets crazy. I was just watching, uh, was it yesterday, and Andrea Mitchell is talking to the, uh, the, the director of intelligence, and she says, <laughs> she, she gives them breaking news that right. Putin's coming here, and he goes, Say what now? Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's yes. like director of intelligence says, what right. now? <laughs> He's got no idea. This is, and that's supposed to be normal now. That's that. That's the thing that and, concerns and, me. And yeah. that's yes, and that's the thing that upsets me because then. Um, the guy in the White House turns it around and says that he went rogue when he had a he had a logical reaction to something on live TV right. to breaking news uh, of that magnitude right. with no preparation, no no forethought. So I'll tell you, Tara, it's really very challenging, mm. and um, I try to keep my sense of humor going right. because. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you, just crazy. You have to. It's really, it does worry me. And that's why I, I'm, I, I mean, I've always been a little bit high strung, but I just think I'm really anxious about the midterm elections. And I, I truly believe that if we don't get, a, a, if there is not a true blue wave and we don't overcome the gerrymandering and, and the Russian interference and everything else, and that, voter suppression that right. we do ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. The the whole it's the perfect storm of the uh, for any idiot like him to step in and exploit. And that's really what he has done. That that he's not he's not smart. He is just willing to do anything and say anything. He just has no he has no I, I don't want to say scruples. He's got no soul. He well, well, Terry, you say he's not smart, but he is a wily son of a bitch. He right. really well, is true. because he's gotten gotten to this point. Right. He has, but he only did it because he he exploited the as Henry Wallace, VP Henry Wallace, wrote a an article for the New York Times in the for, in 1944, explaining uh, the what is uh, the dangers of American fascism, and he pointed out that the fascists, the American fascists will exploit every fissure of disunity. And that's what he's done. He, he's this, and he's an expert at it. And he's bringing up the um, athletes taking a knee again, because he knows that's an issue (laughs) that, as you just say, is it exploits a a sense of, of separation Mm -hmm. here. And he, and the way he does it is that he exploits these things by starting on a foundation of misrepresentation. So it's got, right. to, it's, it's got to work. It's right. got to work because he's starting with a lie. That's this right. is the only person I know who will start with a contradiction, <laughs> lie about the contradiction, then lie about lying, apologize for lying, and lie while he's apologizing. Right. 
Exactly. And then he has a whole team to go out and confuse the issue even further and say, and then they gaslight you. That's the other thing where even with uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders about, well, when he, he said no, uh, you know, about um, did he believe Putin was uh, interfering in the election? Uh, oh, no, he was talking about – he was telling the the reporter no. You know, it's so clear yes, that – and exactly. then and then she goes out and says, well, that's what I heard. Like, you're – are you nuts? Like, wait, am I crazy? Uh, and, and that's – he has gaslit the entire country. And – He is a master at it, and, and good old – Perfect smoky eye is his uh, uh, assistant in gaslighting us. Right. And that's I I often it's just there the whole hypocrisy of this fake Christianity that they peddle on top of it. If they I I often say if only they were Christian. Don't get me started on the evangelical Mm. Christians. They gave him a mulligan. Right. They gave him a mulligan. The way they treated Barack Obama. Mm hmm. (laughs) Right. No, I know. Oh, it's, my God, but Obama wore a tan right. suit uh, Dijon mustard. Exactly. And he was an elitist. So that they couldn't decide, though, whether he was uh, this, like, lazy, you know, like the old tropes, uh, lazy out there playing golf, you know, or he was just naive. He didn't know what he was doing. Like, there was a, it was just the dog whistles are now a bullhorn. And... Yeah, that's the thing with Trump. He doesn't. Uh, the, the, he's really ripping the cover off of the Republican Party on some level. I think. Well, that's good. At least we we've seen them exactly. They're standing there in the cold light of day. That's who they always with their were. Tiki torches, right? <laughs> I mean, well, some of them are good people. I heard. I don't know. It's. Would you ever imagine in a million years that that a so-called president would? defend Nazis walking through the streets, you know, with their freaking tiki torches. It's, it's, I, I could never really imagine it. I feel like in the past when, um, when presidents have had, um, ill feelings towards, uh, groups, they, they were not as obvious. They were not as blatant. Uh, and, you know, it was something that was said, um, in smaller groups when they were talking with people. Remember when, um, Mitt Romney got caught talking about the 47%, right. you know, you think, you know, you think you're, uh, among like-minded people and somebody uh-huh. leaks it. Yeah. But this, but this man is blatant and he is, running our country the same way that he ran uh, his business here in mm. in New York, you know, um, yeah. stiffing uh, vendors who did good work for him, right. um, t- tying people up in illegal matters, mm-hmm. uh, go- filing for bankruptcy multiple times, right. Right. Uh, and, and lying, right. and just straight out lying. And that's how you know he's a sociopath too. So he does, and that's that's what I I don't know if you heard the first half of the show because I was just I just can't believe that we we are we're enabling it. The entire country is enabling it. That we that when I pass the Trump Tower in New York City, I see all the the security that's surrounding the you know all the SWAT team guys standing out there to protect yes. this grifter this. This lying, I call him grifter. the grifter in chief, mm-hmm. the liar in chief, yeah. the empty suit photo op president. 
then. Yeah, yeah. He is the – that's one thing that – I mean, I'm not going to compliment him, but he he is the most epic grifter that has ever lived. That he's been able to grift his way up into this to to be the president. But and I think and that, the United States is his is wallet now, right? And he's just that's the thing. His whole his whole treasonous family, and that's why we when we hopefully get it back in the midterms. That's the the, the midterms are that's. The that's going to be the the uh, the whatever it's the last stand. It's we... going to be a watershed moment, mm-hmm. Tara. It, it really is. I I I you you sound more optimistic I'm than not. I see almost. <laughs> this. No, I'm not. I get because I think that there's so much. We're up against so much gerrymandering, voter suppression, just hate hatred. The fact that I hear after I watched, I couldn't believe I watched this the summit unfold live I, and i i just could not believe it which one the helsinki yeah, horror show exactly the treason summit uh, the, i couldn't believe what i was seeing and i was almost uh i was like all right everybody came out universally condemning him and then then here comes the uh the Republicans to come in and sweep up his mess again. Oh well, he clarified it. What I would have said is, I should have said is wouldn't, and which is okay. So he said one word, but the whole forty minutes, the rest of the forty minutes, that, that's like you said, a mulligan, I suppose. And that they have to. Well, I have to take him at his word. Republicans say they they are in on it. Too. He has no word. He has no legitimate word. Mm-hmm. I I don't even think he believes what he says. Right. He just talks and talks and talks. Yep. Yep. And uh, and and he feels like whatever he says in the moment is what's real. Mm-hmm. That's the way it looks like to me. Yeah, he just makes it up as he goes, and he doesn't. That's why he doesn't understand. He doesn't know. How this country works, he w- he wouldn't be able to pass a civics test. Forget the uh, the immigration test that people have to take. He wouldn't be able to pass it. He he is an ignorant person through and through. He 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 just thinks he knows things by osmosis. This is a guy that doesn't know when to use T O or T O O. You know, in his when he writes. But he says he's been preparing for these <laughs> high level talks. His entire life. Well, you know what I case. think, and 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 his and his aides say he refuses to read his right. his daily presidential briefs mm-hmm. unless they're a coloring book. I, you know, he right. really—it's embarrassing. <laughs> he's, he's a mess. I know. He's a mess. They have to they have to put his name in there right. just for him to stay interested for a bullet point for a bullet Isn't point. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, and it's so embarrassing. For this country, he and he really does. He, he fulfilled Putin's wishes. Tara, I, I can't think. I can't think of how embarrassing it is. I because I would never. I would not be able to get out of my bed. <laughs> it is. It's th- like it's not just when I was watching that summit. I was not even a summit. I mean, it was just. It was. It, I, I just was embarrassed for this country, and I and I thought, no wonder Putin is smirking. Because he's got us by the by the short hairs, he knows he has us, and the the way that they have infiltrated the social media, and you have these these I guess well-meaning idiots who they're so stupid, they're out there they're, as the useful idiots 
of these Russian bots on Twitter and exploiting all the disunity, stirring up racism, stirring up hatred, stirring up, you know, guns, all these devices. And they, and they always say that Obama was the most divisive right. president. Well, well, they say it, that. It, it, right. It's baffling. Yes. Well, they say it because Obama was black. And they they were uncomfortable. Well, I'm with glad that. you clarified that for me, Tara, because I couldn't no, I figure know. it out. I, I, <laughs> well, that's why you know they just don't like the whole black man in a White House. You know what I mean? Like that made them feel icky. They can't handle it, so they you know they. I know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to uh, you know mansplain it. <laughs> No, no, it's just funny. It's just funny that they they keep holding him up as the most divisive. I know. And he was trying to bring us together yep. all the time. He was so conciliatory. And, and right. I felt, you know, I actually felt like, hey, man, you right. know, you, uh, uh, don't, don't make me get upset because you're the half-white president right. up here. Do, right. I want you to do more. And and he and he acted like his hands were tied right. so that he wouldn't give the impression that he's being right. um the angry over, black you man. know over right over uh indulgent to um the poor to people of color to those right. who, who were in in need of mm-hmm. action from that level that's of our true. government yeah that that used to annoy me too cuz he was always trying to it felt like he had to walk that fine line and uh, all the time yeah. he was and the, and and on that fine line were eggshells right right and then no matter what he did he he was not going to please them and i i i just wished that he would have just said well, you know what i'm i'm never going to win these people over and just do what he knew was right instead of starting he was always trying to extend an olive branch to these snakes. Oh my God, that's exactly, I said, if he extended another olive branch, I was going to beat him over the head with <laughs> Really? It. It, it's it, true. It, yes. He was always saying that, oh, the, the fog will lift, they'll come out of the haze. They're not coming out of the haze because they, they are, that's where they live. They live. It's, you cannot negotiate with a snake. A snake is a snake, and that's who they are. They don't they, and he, and and you notice how this president always loves telling that joke oh, about the the uh, the, the, the scorpion. Yes. Uh, right. <laughs> well, it's it's every day is opposite day with Republicans. So when they're they just they're just stirring up hatred against the these people. That that's it. Really, really bothers me with the the immigrants. Not even the immigrants. These are refugees that are coming over here. Oh. And uh, My God. the way that they treat Well, you them. know what, Tara, the thing about it is, you know, there are so many issues that have to be addressed. But I know. <laughs> this man has created an atmosphere where we are sometimes dealing with a news grenade twice right. in one yeah. day. Right, right. So, so, like, what the last week, I, I'm like, yeah. what happened to the summit? with North Korea. I mean, things just keep getting pushed out of our consciousness Mm -hmm. because there's always a new brouhaha. Some of them are fabricated and half the the 
crap that this man has been involved in has been of his own creation, oh, yeah. uh, his his uh, misspeaking, saying stupid things, saying things that are not true, right. uh, and, and creating discord. Mm-hmm. That's half of what our problem is. Yeah. And we have something going on, Tara, almost every single day, sometimes twice in one yeah. day. I get tired of the newscasters talking about, well, we were going to talk about such and such, right. but at five o'clock the president tweeted right he did this and that's the thing i think that on some level we we fall into his game the with the thing that we're in his rhythm you're Mm -hmm. right tara Mm -hmm. you are absolutely right we are in his rhythm yeah that's what bothered me with this when he came out and said that uh i should have what i meant to say was i uh, i don't know why it wouldn't be then the pundits on the corporate media were they were pontificating about well, uh, if as if he was sincere. It's so it was so clear <laughs> he was reading that like someone had a gun to him. Exactly. Head. Well, it was like the statement he had to give after the tiki torch. After Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. When somebody was killed by one of the uh, totally not racist, you know, fine people, and uh, <laughs> they uh, on both sides, but. They, but that's the 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 corporate media. They, I, I it really irritates me there because they're part of the problem. Just giving him the latitude as if he is telling the truth, as if he is sincere. Well, is see, bullshit. I agree with you on that point because a long time ago, Tara, I I I tweeted. I said we've got to have a visual and an audio cue on the news, on the television, and an audio cue on um, radio broadcasts when this man is lying. Right, we, Because, right. They, they, you know, they report it because he's the president right. of our country, but they report it like it's news, and, and, and they don't give you any context right. for the lie or the misrepresentation. Exactly. I, you know... I heard uh, this judge, I think she's from uh, Fox in the Hen House News, mm-hmm. um, she she was talking on The View about how the oh. economy is so much better I than know. it was under Obama, oh. and I'm going, this bitch is talking like we were, our economy right. had not run off a yeah. cliff and was in a ditch right. when when Obama came in and he was pulling us out of that That's the right. whole time. Yes, and the when Obama took office, the the, the economy was hemorrhaging seven hundred and fifty thousand jobs a month, a month, and he turned it around. But and when they Yes, and when they talk about this man, they act like he has worked miracles. Right. That when, that when they talk about the, the guy who's in the, the White House right. now, like he has worked a miracle when Obama was slogging through trying That's to get right. us out of that economic ditch. Exactly. As if everything just started the day he took his his uh, so-called oath when, in fact, the the... The you growth. know what, Tara? That oath is as good as his marriage vows. Right. I'll yeah, tell you exactly. that. Exactly. It's you know he's on trophy wife number three. So I mean, <laughs> wait, let's take, you know what I mean? Uh, but which I want to know which non-disclosure agreement is he on? I right. want to know that number. <laughs> that's the number I want to oh, know. The wives it. I'm aware of. Well, that's the thing. That's why Trump is so. 
he's so nervous because he knows what he's done. We we can only speculate. That's why he is so adamant to create this uh, veneer of fake news and how everybody's out to get him because he knows what's coming. And I can't wait. I really hope that that at the, at, that at the end of this, we find out that, uh, you know, what a traitor he is, and that he pays the consequences for that. You know uh, what I mean? He, we, we may, Tara, uh, you, you're not going to get me all excited I here know. because <laughs> we may find out what a traitor he is, right. but he will never pay, pay the consequences right. Right. that right. are commiserate with the destruction and the mm. havoc he is wreaking mm-hmm. on this country. Mm. I, it's gonna it's gonna take at least a generation, yeah. if not two, right. just to come back from this stuff, just on the environment. I know. Tara. I know. That's the thing. Like how did you know this Janine Pirro witch, how she's talking about how he how what the economy is doing great, like you're saying, as if um as if undoing a regulation that allows corporations to spew coal ash into the streams somehow elevated the economy. So it was that was what we needed. We needed the second thing that he did was he allowed mentally ill people access to guns. That's what we really need. This is the kind of craziness that we have rolling out day after day after mm. day and it is exhausting. Right. I know, and I know it's why people tune It's exhausting for in. me, and and you're mm-hmm. talking to a woman who who was at a party, a birthday party for a one year old today, full of toddlers. Oh my god! And that's what <laughs> so we, you know that. We were just so talking I know about what the toddlers. Is. Right? Oh yes, exhausting. But imagine, so we were just talking about the toddlers because they, you know, Joe Walsh and uh, Sarah Palin and these other uh, the Sasha Baron Cohen and his his show got Joe Walsh to read this statement of how he, how enthusiastic he was about uh, training kids, it's not kids, toddlers, to use firearms. And so, you know, you're at a The a truth party. of the matter is that actually toddlers kill a lot of people every year. They right. find these guns mm-hmm. and kill their siblings, sometimes uh harm or kill their parents right. and, and right. adults. Yep, yep. When I saw the statistics on that, I'm going, Jesus Christ, somebody get these kids <laughs> under control. Right. The, 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 is there well, a big wheel around that we could put yeah, them on? Yeah, right. Well, that, well, you know, Republicans always they qualify it by saying highly trained, special, you know, like the ones who have the talent to uh, blow people away, I suppose. This is what they always say. We're just some highly trained toddlers. Like, that's what you need. You need some highly trained toddlers armed to the teeth. They can't even go to the bathroom. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, that's just, this is how stupid Republicans are and how greedy. they. This guy, and Joe Walsh was whining that, hey, you know, they, they picked me up in the limo. They were going to give me an award. That's what he, he was whining. That's why he read this script, you know, that said toddlers should have guns. But it just goes to show you, they have no moral center. They'll read anything. They'll do anything. They'll say anything. But this is the thing that... Excuse me, I don't understand, Tara. They try to present themselves as the moral compass of America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, th- and they're not. They're up there lying, lying for a 
not just the grifter. I mean, it's bad enough, but they actually knew. This is the other thing. Republicans knew before Trump took office that he was a compromised agent of Russia. In fact, they they were all laughing about it. There was a tape that came out with Paul Ryan and the Republicans had in an internal meeting saying, speculating, I think Trump's being paid by Russia. Ha ha ha. This is how we know we're family. No, this doesn't leave this room. Ha ha ha. And they they know that. And also when they were briefed by the intelligence agencies that 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 Russia was interfering with the election, when McConnell said that he wouldn't he was he was going to if if they went public with it, he wouldn't um, he would say it was political. So they are constantly undermining the what it they means. didn't like him they really no yeah. nobody liked him mm-hmm. and and uh to, to begin with and you're right yeah you're right yeah no but that's what they 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 knew that trump was a was compromised by russia and they they still made him their standard bearer you know that's what is amazing to me but I was wondering if uh you wouldn't mind if I'm just going to open the phones we'll see if anybody wants to call in what do you think Oh, why not? Yeah, why, why the hell not? not right? I, I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love that. I'll just let everybody. The number is three six zero seven 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 six zero zero seven. I guess I could put it up here. I don't know, but I don't know if anybody will call. I have. We have a lot of people listening, and uh, some of the. I think they're shy though. We have. I could see you there. I see them. There is a fair <laughs> amount of people. But anyway, but if people want to call in, the uh, the number is also in the description. So you can call in. Otherwise, we'll just keep going. That's fine. We only have like 15 minutes left. So What's that number again? Uh, yeah, it's 360-777-6007. I want to see if I could put it up uh, like quickly. I didn't type it out. I didn't. I should have made made it, but I didn't. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. I'm doing some technical work right now. Talk amongst yourselves. Let's see. Six zero zero. Let's. Let me see if I can add that. There we go. See, there it is, on the screen. It's right above my face. I'll put it over there. That's the number. Three six zero seven 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 six zero zero seven. If you want to call in and talk to Rhonda, oh, I got a caller. Excellent, excellent. Let me see. It says they are screen. It's being. It's in the queue. Usually, I'll get a little uh, text message that says what they want to talk about. They're probably being screened, but maybe we'll just take it. Oh, Poppy. Oh, my God, it's Poppy. You know Poppy Champlin? She's a comedian. Hold on. Yeah, you know her. This is Poppy. Hold on. Is this Poppy? It is. Oh, my God, Poppy. Poppy. Poppy Champlin is a comedian. She is a regular on Tara Buster. And thank you for calling in, Poppy. How's it going? Let me see. I I actually have a thing. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You guys are doing such a great job. I love listening to, oh, thank you. you know, sanity about what the hell is going wrong with our, mm-hmm. our democracy. 
Mm. Hopefully we can correct this the, the ship that is uh, tilting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least the comedians can give voice to, you know, everybody else. You right. know well, you know, Poppy, I'm glad that you're, you're talking uh, about that. I went to see Kathy Griffin uh, last month, and I felt like, This poor woman, I don't know if it was just bad timing or what, Mm -hmm. but I am so glad that she has found her voice and is coming back because we have to be strong. We have to be strong. We have to resist, and we have to keep people laughing. Right. And she went on for almost three hours. Really? How was that? When the hell am I going to get to go to the bathroom? Are you serious? And and she, <laughs> uh, I'm serious. Oh my it God. was almost three hours of, of you know, talking about her situation, the situation of the country, and mm. but she kept us laughing, well, and good. and I'm so glad that we we women are able are able to do that, and it's being recognized that we do it well. Yeah. Yeah, and we are the ones that stand up and and won't give up our seats. And we are the ones who speak out. You know, it's almost like it looks like the country's almost scared to speak out against them. Like, yeah, the Brits were awesome. They're like, he's a bloody fucking wanker. Isn't it? You know? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Oh, my God. The way that he treated the Queen. That's the other thing. I saw this. Oh, uh, I was waiting for him to trip her. Oh my! He is such a he's such a buffoon. It, it's so embarrassing. And to make a ninety-year-old oh. woman wait—that's the other thing. It's like, forget the queen protocol. She's ninety, you bitch. Like, get there on time. It's and she's standing. He doesn't there. respect women. For, yeah, that's well, that's he it. doesn't respect right. women anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, yep, that's what yep, it is. Yep. He, so he, therefore, he doesn't know manners. He doesn't know etiquette. He doesn't know great. Right. He doesn't know how to because it's all about him. I mean, if you and the other day, actually, it was last night. I was just looking at Twitter. Then I had to go to bed because I was like disgusted. Somebody was tweeting about yeah. Trump was at some kind of dinner with. Uh, I guess it was a fundraiser with all these CEOs from like Walmart, different big companies, and oh, he yeah. was going down oh, yeah. the line. And they all, as he's stepping in front of each one of them, they all had to stand up and and kiss his ass. And somebody, and one of, yeah, one of the journalists there was tweeting saying, "I've never seen anything like this in my entire life." Could you imagine? Well, that also goes on in the cabinet meetings. Mm-hmm. When the, that remember that time yeah. we saw each person go. It's of like, course. oh, your highness, I'm right. so happy to be here. Exactly. May, may I kiss yeah, your yeah, ring? Yeah, yeah. It's it's embarrassing. Like they don't. How do they? And and you know when I watch this, I think this is how a republic dies. You, it's some kind of, you know, it just takes people to just go along to get along. There's nobody that wants to stand up in that meeting and say this is bullshit. Like, could you imagine if? <laughs> yeah. All right. If if Obama made that's the other thing we're talking about opposite day with Republicans. When they were all, they always said about Obama, "Oh, he's the imperial presidency he, with his executive orders, and he's the he wants to be oh, a really? king." Yeah, they would always uh, attack yeah. him, saying he thinks he's you know above the law, uh, and because yeah. he would sign executive orders, because Republicans wouldn't work with him. They, in fact, on the night of they the day, were. Yeah. major obstruction. Well, that's that was their plan yeah, on the on the night of his inauguration. They 
they uh, they met at the caucus room restaurant in Washington D.C. and they conspired to block everything he tried to do for and you and mind you as we were just saying this was when the economy was in free fall when we were hemorrhaging 750,000 mm. jobs a mm. month when the american oh. people were in pain and suffering they uh, they and vowed they, yeah. they bonded against him mm-hmm. yeah to obstruct to cause pain oh, to the american people for their political gain so and that's what they did. And it didn't matter if he if it was uh, stuff that they backed from the beginning, they blocked it. Everything that he yes, did. Yes, that, that's the thing that I don't understand yeah, about these that's hypocrites. Why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they did it. And now, you know, when Trump signs an executive order, they're they're kissing his ass. And the the fact oh. that the these these CEOs, I mean, this is not normal. This isn't normal. It's not normal. Talk about not normal. Now everyone is trying to figure out what went on in that meeting, the two-hour-plus meeting with Putin, and and they're going, well, well, let's get the translator, you know, let's put her, you know, let's uh, put her on the rack and and see what, you know, she make her. And I'm going, how did you let this man do this in the first place? Yep. You know, right, right, it, right. it's like trying to close the barn door after the fucking mm-hmm. horses gallop. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Well, you know, what was I? I was uh, heard something the other day or about how the the per, the percentage in the inequality uh, in money these days, mm. the it's top worse. percentage is getting to be like it was in like what is it, 1939? It's never yes. been so disparaging wow. as well, it is now. Even worse, yeah. and and yeah. the reason why he keeps all of keeps stirring up all of this trouble is to keep that off the mind of his base. Right. His base is suffering from so many of his decisions, but if he keeps feeding them red meat and sending out dog whistles and using the racist bullhorn, they will be engaged in that and mm-hmm. think that oh, this right. guy is on my side instead of realizing right. that the top one percent is getting more and more and. Yep. More. And more money. Yeah. Right. Until and it's too late. People in Congress and the Senate won't say anything because right. they're rich, too. Right. And that I want to know yeah. what the heck those guys who uh, spent July 4th, the I Republicans know. who spent July 4th in Russia, in Russia were up to. In Russia. In July, on July 4th, no less. That's the other thing. They have yeah. no shame. They don't even hide it anymore. They're just flying off to Russia. Uh, now he's got Putin coming to the White House. This... This is a guy that is no. actively. Say what now? Yeah, Putin's coming to the White House. We gotta, we gotta get some protesters to protest oh, that yeah. visit. Well, real. that's that's what was. Well, you know, they had that great baby blimp in in mm-hmm. uh, London. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. That was the we best. We gotta we gotta have protests. Oh here. yeah, no, the, I I was heartened to. to see the the protests, the spontaneous protests in front of the White House after that's that that treason summit that. And, yeah. and that's what it's going to take. The Helsinki Horror Show, mm-hmm. I call it. Yeah, it's going to take yeah. people in the streets, and and it's that's it. It's all. This is it. This is the moment. That's. It's not. I mean, I know it, it is. is to tune out, but because it's for your mental health. But imagine how sick and sad you'll be in full blown fascism. How sick and sad you'll be what? when when we don't take the Congress back in November. So it's really, oh the, there is no time to, 
to get sad. It's turning into the USSA. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, the, and now Putin's coming to take a victory lap with his lapdog. It's, it, it's it's horrible. You're absolutely yeah. right. You are absolutely right. It is, it is a victory lap, and uh, and and I just feel. I feel like, how are we letting this happen? I mean, from right. the moment the man came down on that escalator, right. I was oh, pulling I my hair yep. out. Yep. Well, that's what made and me so like, depressed. It, it, yeah. Like during, after the, go ahead, they sorry. Stole it. What's that? They stole it. We didn't oh, let I it know. happen. They I stole know. it. Well, that's it. You know what I mean? Like yes. It, most yes. Americans did not let this happen. And they that's what we stolen, have to keep saying. Yep. We have to keep reiterating yeah. that he received fewer votes. Most Americans did not vote for him. He is illegitimate. I don't care. He won the Electoral College. And he's also a liar. It is not uh, favored. The Electoral College does not favor the Democrats. It favors the Republicans because only in the, right. in the past two elections that – that weren't popularly won were given to Republicans. So, you yes. know, give me a break. He's, he's such a, oh, he's just such a freaking liar. Ugh. And uh, so we have to continue. Well, he's a great liar. Yeah. He is a wickedly well, a great practice. liar. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, got that's a lot one thing of... we can say good about him. He's a great liar. <laughs> and he, well, when you want to think about what can you say nice, I, that's what I always think, like, uh, the one thing I could say nice about him is that he is a mortal being and he will one day not, you know, he, he's not a, he's not immortal. Like he's, he is, he's going to die one day. And I guess, you know, he'll be in the past. Uh, I can't say anything uh, around no. that. I'm not going to say like by natural causes. Well, that, that, well, that piece of, crap will probably die peacefully in his sleep you know what i mean like but i also i often you know because it's just it's just of course he would right anyway but i would I when you know. say a piece of crap i just think about a turd that just won't go down the drain <laughs> well, that's what it feels like well, that's a very oh apt description of him that's the truth that so for people on the it, people who are who are listening, we're talking to Rhonda Handsome, the amazing comedian, and the amazing comedian Poppy Champlin, just for those who are on uh, listening on Progressive Voices. And anyway, but I had to, I'm trying to do that, like be more like a real radio host, I guess, sometimes. Yeah. Well, don't make yourself crazy about it. We're having fun. Poppy, we've got to work together. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's do you guys right. know each other? Or have you I, met I before? I don't think I, we, we may have we may have been in the same place at the same time, but I don't re, I I don't remember working with you, Poppy. Right, right. I don't either, but I know I see <laughs> your name around for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you, and you know what's really great now that there are so many women comics that we can actually say that. Right. <laughs> I love it's it. It's true. I love it. That, there's so many of us out here really doing the thing. And I love the support. I just love it. Mm. You know, when uh, when w- an, another comic will maybe brainstorm with you or, or, you know, go hang out at a club with you, you know, right. it, it really it, it really is so heartwarming to me. And I've been 
and yeah. having these really syrupy posts on Facebook just thanking people mm. who have actually been Aww. kind to me, comics and producers and, and, and people like yourself, Tara, who would act, who would put me on their podcast Aww. because it's it's support yeah. and we and we gotta help each other. I appreciate you coming yep. on. Uh, well I re- I met Rhonda. If you guys are in New York if you're What's, in New, I'm sorry. If no, you're no, in no. New York on uh, August first, I'll be headlining Gotham. If you right. guys are around, come I'm on gonna down. Come. And I'm gonna come. I'll probably hang out and get yeah, yeah. No, no. I think I'm. I I wish that I was on that show. Frankly, I wish because I that's the. I, uh, I know. I'm kind of mad that Bob didn't. Not mad. You know, it's not. Can't get mad. I should have asked to be on the show, but uh, I. August yeah. first. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that yeah. down. Okay, yeah. yeah, write it down. No, I'll definitely go and just hang out. Mhm, mhm. August first yeah. and uh, Wednesday night. It's Homocomicus at Gotham, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be great. Maybe it's not too late. No. Maybe somebody will break their leg. Maybe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. We were just talking about supporting I'll each other. I'll trip somebody. I'll trip somebody. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe somebody will just have a ride your bike over town. Unfortunate just accident. Bike over. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're just we're supportive. God damn it. Sweet. I love that. And speaking of supportive. <laughs> Uh, I am with uh, my associate from She's So Funny. My great friend Mindy uh, has um, put together Divorce Divas of Comedy, and we're going to be at Cornelia Street Cafe tomorrow night. Cool. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be so great! I love the Cornelia Street Cafe. Yes. That stage is it's so great. beautiful. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a, a little gym. Yeah, it's, right. it's and, down in um, New York City. The yeah. Divas. That's great. In in the village, yeah, and um, uh, uh, Mindy has a, a great show lined up there um, with also my pal Debbie Debbie Baza. And okay. uh, and then on on the twenty sixth, I'm doing storytelling. You know, sometimes to get away from all the political stuff mm-hmm. that's on my mind, mm-hmm. I do storytelling. And I'm going to be with Harmon Leon uh, at uh, New York's uh, finest storytelling, uh, oh, cool. doing that at the uh, KGB bar on Thursday. So if people want to see me and come up and 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 tell me that you know everything's going to be okay, I'll listen. They come out on Sunday to Cornelia Street Cafe or the KGB bar yeah. for storytelling. Yeah, in New York City. In New York City, yeah. yeah. In New York City, yes. yes. No, I would love to go um, and storytelling. I love storytelling, too. I think that's... You know, I did that with Generation Women uh, this week, and they have, you know, people from each generation telling their stories. The houses are always sold out. Mm-hmm. And it really, cool. you ask me what I do to, to, you know, ease this political frustration and the storytelling really really helps yeah. because it's true storytelling it's personal stories and the audiences are there to listen which right. is incredible but I also had a good night with stand-up last night at Westbury Music Fair the theater at Westbury last night I opened for the Rascals and oh, wow. Ronnie Spector oh, my God. and the Ronettes you know Damn, so and now you, you're know, on you, this you show. do a little wow. of this. Uh, I love it. I love it. No, I feel so honored. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time and and Poppy as well. You guys, this is great. I'm very, I'm really fortunate. And uh, we have, we're having, we we have like, uh, you know, a lot of people listening and 
I appreciate I'm it. I'm so glad. And can and I I want to make sure my friends are able to hear this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? So what do you mean? On the <laughs> on the rebroadcast. Oh yes. I want to make sure. Oh, yeah. Yes. It'll be on. I'll send you the links, but it'll be on Progressive Voices tomorrow, starting at six, and also iTunes, SoundCloud, the whole, all of that. Oh, stuff. but I'll send great. you. Great. But, but anyway, Very so good. we. My, my life revolves around links, Kara. Right. Everything exactly. is a link. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It is my entire life. I hear you. Believe me. Sometimes, like when I'm on social media, I'm like, I have to get off this, but I, I have to stay on it just for. You know, being yeah, on the website do. and well, everything. It's it's. I feel connected, and I also feel addicted. Yeah, and, yeah. and I feel depressed by conflict. it too. To tell you the truth, sometimes I'm just like yeah. because you know the other thing about social media is that when I'm on it, I feel like I'm sure other people feel this too. But they everybody is. It seems like they're having such a great life, and I'm like, what's wrong with me? And you know, I no, <laughs> no, it's not you. You have to, you have to put on a happy face. Right, you got to like put on your best, best presentation. Yeah. It's not like you're going to wear your, your drawers with holes right. in them I'm when you go up on there. social media. Yeah, like every... You wear the matching bra and panties. <laughs> you know? you got to put your best foot yeah, forward. Yeah, but that's true. But sometimes if you put it out there, like you you are having a bad day, mm-hmm. people relate, man. And sometimes mm-hmm. you get much more hits with when you tell them the truth where you're really right. at, you know? That's true. I find Well, I... I think I think you should be as authentic as possible. I really do. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but there is something that is, uh, <laughs> is is totally consuming for me. Like I'll I'll close my laptop and the next thing I know I'm on my smartphone. I know <laughs> it is. I'm going yeah. It's very what ADT. happened here? What? Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, totally. I, I get that way too because I'm constantly. Sometimes I'm like on my bike, like looking at my phone or. You know, it's not good, and uh, and it is. Is ADD. that how you got in that accident? No, I got in that. It was, you know what? I I wasn't on the phone, but I actually turned my head for oh, like good. a split second. I looked. You got distracted. No, but I was going. Somebody opened the opened their car door, and I had oh. to. I had to. Ah. And I was looking, I guess, at him like "fuck you," you know what I mean. <laughs> That's why I was probably like you motherfucker, and then boom, the guy in front of me stopped, and yeah, oh, I, no. it was a really. I'm very lucky because if I hit, if I did, like, if I showed you my leg, you'd be like, why didn't you go to the hospital? It's really bad, yeah. and uh, I'll probably show it. I'm not gonna show it. It's it's my yeah. entire right leg is is bruised. The entire leg, not like to my. Well, if you don't send me pictures, it, it didn't happen. <laughs> I can't. I showed my sister. She was like, I was like, delete this if, immediately. If and it's not on Instagram, it doesn't exist. <laughs> she, I know, right? Could you imagine if I if I put that up there? Forget it. And uh, and there's so it's like my leg is bruised and there's like a welt and uh, like I must have hit the handlebars oh, going yeah. over, and mm. so that it's it's like it reminded me of Henry the Eighth. That's why because he had a big welt that turned yeah. into an ulcer that never healed, and that's why you know and it oh got infected God. and that's why I thought oh this is must that's what I thought immediately like, oh this must. Of been what happened to Henry the Eighth. 
I thought, I thought you were going to say, well, now I'm going to be a ruling monarch. No, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, this must have been this like Henry VIII. This is going to lead to my political, increased political activity. I wish. Really, really. But anyway, so I... Are you, are you walking with assistance or something? No, are you no, using I'm a cane still, or are you... Nothing, nothing. But I, I might actually go to the doctor tomorrow. We'll see. Anyway, I, we only have a minute. And I want to thank you guys for hanging out. I hope we can make this a regular thing. And really. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And, and, uh, and Poppy, we got to work together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> definitely. So definitely. on the phone, we have Rhonda Handsome, Poppy Champlin, two amazing comedians that are, you know, check them out on uh, Rhonda Handsome's on uh, John Fugelsang's show every Monday. Right. And. Poppy Every Sh- Monday, 2 to 5 p.m. on Sirius XM Channel 121. All right. Cool. And Poppy has her, she'll be at Gotham Comedy August 1st? 1st, right? At Homo Comicus, Gotham Comedy. I'm here every Saturday evening. My name is Tara Devlin. You guys know me. And uh, like I always say, we stick together, we win. And I will see you guys later. That's it. Let's win. Thanks yeah. a lot.